0: How's it going guys? Back again. Welcome to something. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. I know. You're not going to tell me. So I stopped doing the podcast for a little bit again just because I had a feeling that it was all over the place. Like I was just spreading everything out and I thought I really needed to reel it in and I wanted to kind of have some time to focus and try to plan my podcast out better and get it going in a different direction. But what I realized is when I started this podcast, I never really had a true direction I was going with it anyway. So instead of just procrastinating and trying to figure out what topic I want to make this, I'm just going to keep trying to make them the way I was making them. So I'll talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So Hope you guys enjoy, but that's enough of behind-the-scenes action right there. Let's just get back into it. So, I don't think I've said it on the podcast before, but my favorite NFL team is the New York Jets. And yeah, yeah, I know, we haven't had a good season since probably back in the Mark Sanchez days, before the butt fumble. And... I'll take you back a little bit to why I actually am a Jets fan, living in Wisconsin, which is going to be a little dicey territory with what's going on now. But um, no, I started liking the Jets back when I really started paying attention to football because I mean, everyone in my family growing up, there was, they were all Packers fans because we lived in Wisconsin. And I liked the Packers, but they were never really, I was never really into football but then I remember when I started hanging out with kids and really got more into football, I saw highlights of this running back on the Chargers. His name was LaDamian Tomlinson. And man, that dude was great. And uh, I really started watching him when he was on the Chargers. But uh, soon after I started really paying attention to him, I was, I was a Chargers fan for maybe a season because I was just like, man, this is my guy. I'm going to follow this team. Well, maybe a season after I actually started paying attention to him, and that was my team, he went to the Jets. And you know what? I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to start watching the Jets. The Jets are my team. He played for the Jets for a couple seasons, and I just really started paying attention to football more when he was on the Jets. Uh, Mark Sanchez was the quarterback. It was, I think it was after all the Favre shit had happened. Because Brett Favre had left the Packers, went to the Jets, went to the Vikings, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Yeah, man. The Jets after, and then eventually, Lenin Tomlinson, I think he just retired, stopped playing. I don't remember if he played for another team after that. I don't think so. He kind of, he had like maybe one or two good seasons when he was with the Jets. And then it was just towards the end of his career. Most of his juice was new when he was in San Diego with the Chargers. But yeah. So the Jets are my team and I'll be honest, I really stopped paying attention to football after a couple seasons after that, but I'll every every once in a while just poke my head and watch a game, watch the Super Bowl or watch some of the playoff games, but you know my Jets they just haven't been able to put together in a couple couple years, more than a couple. Anyway, this off season they've been trying to get Aaron Rodgers from the Packers. Now, Aaron Rodgers had some crazy stuff go down where people were saying that he was losing it and he was off doing ayahuasca and darkness retreats. But, you know, he's, he's a solid quarterback. And I hope that if he does end up going to the Jets, he ends up helping us maybe even go to the Super Bowl. Who knows? But... Yeah, man, it's kind of a funny time, though, because everyone's talking about how the Jets are just trying to become the Packers, and Rodgers is following what Favre did, and me living in Wisconsin, it's just a funny place because I can see all the bitterness on this side. I just wonder what it'd be like to live in New York right now and hear all the people clamoring about, getting Rogers as Jets fans, because, I mean, there's a few Jets fans around where I live, but not many I know of, everyone's either Packers or Bear fans over here, Just like, and then, like, a few Eagles fans, because, you know, everyone likes the Eagles, there's bandwagons and Chiefs fans, and, yeah, but... We'll see. I hope that uh, I, I honestly hope he goes to the Jets, even if it's just for playing this season, and maybe him mentoring Zach Wilson a little bit. Because, I mean, Zach Wilson might be pulling the moms out there and doing his thing, but he definitely needs to improve. He has a lot of room to improve, but he has a lot of potential, and you can see it. Uh, and we have a young team. We have a young defense. We got Sauce out there doing his work, saucing it up. So. Yeah, man. I'm a little excited to start watching football more, but I don't know how much time I'm gonna to have to watch football because the amount of UFC that I consume probably considered to most is unhealthy. <laughs> I watch I watch a lot of UFC and I've been my MMA branching out has been a lot more too. I've been paying attention a lot more to Bellator and one championship. And a little bit of PFL, too. Man, Bellator, they have this, their, mini, their uh, middleweight champion, Johnny Eblen, he's crazy good. I mean, if he went to the UFC today, I think the only person that I could see giving him problems in that division is maybe Robert Whittaker. I think he beats Izzy. I think he beats Alex Pera I just, he's a freaking monster, man. No doubt about it. Uh, But yeah, let's get into what's been happening lately in the UFC real quick. So man, about the UFC, things have been crazy over the last couple months. Um... We've seen, since I've last done a podcast, I think it was in December, we saw the return of John Jones, right. um, <clears throat> which was crazy. He won in the first round against Cyril Ghosn, came back, still the GOAT, never wasn't, it was crazy. Uh, we also have the announcement of Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler are going to be coaching The Ultimate Fighter. And that is already actually done being shot. It should premiere, I think, they said in May. And then hopefully we'll see them fight around September. Maybe uh, closer to the winter, maybe December. We'll see. I think right now all they're waiting for is Connor is still not technically in the USADA testing pool. See if he's a little juicy or not. But, I mean, he's Jack. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if he's on the sauce. Then we got... Uh, Oh, just recently, Edwards retained his welterweight title against Kamar Uzman. That was a crazy fight. Not a lot of people saw that coming. I mean, the headshot dead, whole head kick heard around the world was crazy. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, that was a one-time thing. It was a uh, upset. No, he proved them wrong. He stood out there, picked apart Uzman. Usman looked like a little bit, just a little bit slower. You could tell he was worried about that kick, but he couldn't get him down. Edward's uh, takedown defense was It held up, and then uh, just last night, unfortunately, one of my favorite fighters lost. Uh, Marlon Marlon Cheeto Vera lost against Corey Sandman or Corey the Sandman Sandhagen, and it was just hard to watch because, you know, when Cheeto Vera fights, they always say he's a slow starter. He usually takes like the first round to. feel out his opponent and figure out what they're doing and then set stuff up later on like he did against Dominic Cruz with his head kick win or uh, what he did against Frankie Edgar a few other people but man it just looked like all fight he was looking to set something up but just couldn't get anything going Uh, props to Sandhagen he really was moving well switching stances just effortlessly and just bouncing around the cage, uh, he looks—he looks like he's improving. He's really mixing in wrestling now. His wrestling skills are way better than what they used to be. In his uh, previous fight against Sonya Dong, he really showed that he was threatening the takedowns on that one too. So it's gonna be interesting. He called out uh, Marab, so we'll see if Marab and him will fight. Marab. Uh, too, had that great showing just a couple weeks ago against Peter Yan, where he he completely like bodied Peter Yan. No one ever, like, I think he broke the record for takedowns with like 48 attempted or something crazy like that. It was wild. He was just shooting takedown after takedown. And I think Peter Yan only held him to 11 of those 48 or whatever I said that he attempted, but still, it was just complete control. All five rounds went to Marab. So we'll see. That'll be a good fight because uh, Murab is not going to try to fight the champion of the vision because Sterling is his best friend. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, what else? Kobe Covington. He weighed in as the backup for that Edwards fight against Kamar Usman. And Dana White made the announcement that Kobe Covington is going to be the next person to get a title shot at welterweight which a bunch of people are pissed at i mean you got Buhal muhammad he's just sitting there i think he's sitting on a nine fight win streak he really deserves it but he's almost in the same boat that leon edwards was in before he got his title shot which is where he just isn't got the hype around him to, for the ufc to want to put him into a title fight but what I don't really get is Kobe Cummington doesn't really have that hype anymore either. I mean, he drew a lot of his noise and fan basis off of everything that was happening politically at the time around like 2020. Uh, he focused a lot of stuff on like just being like a Trump supporter and trying to rally people up that way. Now I he's still doing the same act that he was doing before. Which kind of seems a little pro wrestly to me, but don't get me wrong, I love pro wrestling growing up, so I like to see this stuff. But there's other storylines that I'd rather see play out. Um, I would love to see Kobe Covington versus Bloham Muhammad to see who could get that fight. Especially uh, with this fight coming up next week, we have the main event is uh, Pereira versus Izzy 2. Well, it's technically two in the UFC, but they fought, like, this can be, like, their third or fourth time fighting. Because they fought three or twice in kickboxing as well. But the co-main event on that card is uh, Jorge Masvidal versus Gilbert Burns. Now, what I think, and a lot of people are saying, too, would be the right move is to have, if Jorge wins this fight, to give him the title shot. Which, I mean, that's a big if, because... Gilbert Burns is—he's a freaking monster. What he did to Neil Magny in his last fight, he just completely ended him in like the first round. He—I think he—I think Neil Magny threw one punch, and then after that it was—it was over. He took him to the ground and just ended him. Now Jorge Masvidal—he's got a little bit better takedown defense. I mean, during his last fight against Kobe Covington, Kobe just kind of held him against a cage. And scored uh, points off him that way. A lot of control time off there. But if he's improved since then, maybe he can make it a more competitive fight. But, I mean, we'll see. But, like I was saying, if Jorge Masvidal does end up winning that fight, he has history with Leon Edwards. And that would sell and be a great pay-per-view. Because uh, back, back in the day, in a London card. Jorge Masvidal did this thing. They referred to it as a three-piece and a soda where he got in an altercation with Leon Edwards backstage and beat him up, and then he was talking about it, and he said, you know, I had to give him the three-piece with the soda. It's pretty funny. And they could play a lot of those clips to build up for that fight. I know Leon Edwards would like that fight because he wants to get that back from Jorge, and in my opinion that would be a lot easier fight than having to go against another wrestler like Kobe Cummington. I mean, Jorge Masvidal and him are on the feet together. I, I give that to Edwards all day. Edwards is just a dynamic striker, probably one of the best in the division, um, except for maybe uh, Wonderboy Thompson, but I don't see him getting another title shot being as old as he is and still in the division he's great to watch fight but he would have to get a couple good fights to get up there again but we got some young killers too coming up in that division we got uh oh dude it's just it's it's a crazy division to watch uh, I'm excited even if Kobe or Kobe Covington does get the fight it'll still be a good fight to watch and there'll be some hype behind it because you know Put Kobe in there with anybody, he's gonna talk shit and get them riled up. So it'll be exciting, but we probably won't see it for a while. I'd say we'll see it in uh, midsummer, probably after international fight week. Man, I'm a little bummed. Talking about international fight week, me and my buddies have had a trip planned to the uh, this nice vacation spot up north by where I'm at. It's called the Dells. But anyway, ah. Uh, it's going to actually be during International Fight Week. I wasn't even thinking about it when we booked it. And the fights that they're talking about booking is... Uh, because it's the weekend of July 8th through the, like, 10th or whatever. It's going to be John Jones. is He's going to be fighting Stipe. And then on the co-main event, Yair Rodriguez versus Alex Volkanovsky. So that's going to be a freaking crazy banger. And, uh, that's UFC 290, so I'm excited to see that when it happens, but I'll be having to watch it on my phone or something, because we're not gonna, well, we might be able to pull it up on the TV there, but I don't know if they're gonna want to sit around in the room watching it when we're supposed to be on vacation. But yeah, man, MMA is crazy, especially UFC, um... A lot of stuff happening in the boxing world too. Jake Paul finally got beat. I uh, lost to uh, Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury's little brother. Uh, people, he probably hates that he gets referred to that as Tyson Fury's little brother. But fuck, he is. Tyson Fury's a badass man. Tyson Fury's just like a big, freaking scary bear. It's funny because he doesn't look in all the videos you see him. he, he looks like the most normal average person. It's not like he's super ripped. I mean, height-wise he's not average. I think he's like 6-9, so he's huge, tall, but man, he's just like he's got that like plumber build about him. But he is just a great boxer. Uh, but his brother doesn't look like him. His brother's got the a lot more of the pretty boy mentality that Tyson didn't get. Think he was on one of those uh, reality TV shows out there in the UK where he lives, but yeah, he finally Jake Paul finally got beat. Went to the went to the judges in that fight. It wasn't by like a knockout or anything, but Jake Paul definitely. When I was watching the fight, Jake Paul was kept coming in with his head down and swinging overhand hooks and like overhands and he wasn't throwing a lot of straight stuff he was just throwing hooks which he's got he's got power but when you're fighting like that and he's just throwing his head down he was leaving himself open for uppercuts up the wazoo now Tommy Fury didn't um, actually take the chance to get those uppercuts he was just piecing him up with jabs and straights But it definitely could, if he would have fought somebody a little bit more experienced, this would have been over. He probably would have been sleeping. So, we'll see what happens next. I know KSI is calling him out, but there's always uh, Nate Diaz is still sitting in the rain somewhere. Got Francis and Ganu. I know he's not going to fight Jake Paul, but he's supposed to be fighting uh, Wilder. That'll be a crazy fight. So, yeah, man. Overall, combat sports... Looking really good right now. So far this year has been awesome. I say it's already this the beginning of this year has already been better than the beginning of last year for combat sports, in my opinion. But yeah. So, in other random news AI's been a thing Um, it's been a thing of heated debate since I last made a podcast and uh, I just recently read an article that there's apparently deep fake Putin and Trump AI uh, pictures out there that people made I don't know this whole AI thing's pretty crazy though they show all the chat GBT And uh, people have been making all sorts of crazy stuff. Even one of the MMA betting uh, podcasts I listened to. They were talking about how they used it to uh, predict a bet. Just as a funny gag thing. But yeah man, AI, you could literally type it. People can use it to type papers. You can get it to just talk to. It's crazy. I'm wondering how that's going to go. I haven't used it yet, but I'm not the techno whiz that would even try to in the first place. So We'll see, though. I mean, if it becomes a little bit more accessible, I might might mess around to give it a try. Check it out. I mean, either way, if I don't do it and this thing ends up being some crazy thing that's going to take over the world, I mean, either way it will. I might as well see what it's all about. I mean, shit. Uh, Takashi69 got jumped into LA Fitness. I don't know if you guys have seen that video floating around. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, the rapper Takashi69, who was known as a snitch because apparently he snitched, and there's the whole court case. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You can look it up. But yeah, there's a video of him getting beat up in the bathroom or locker room of uh, LA Fitness. Now, if you're walking past, let's say that's your normal gym, and you're just walking past, and you see this happening, uh, and don't get me wrong, the guys who were doing it, they weren't skinny guys, but at the same time, it wasn't like these guys were like two Joey Swolls just standing there kicking the shit out of him. They are just some normal-looking guys. So let's say you're in the locker room. you you're uh, You're pretty jacked because you work out more more often or even if you're not jacked you're you go to the gym so you're in good condition and you just see a guy getting the shit beat out of him on the ground by two or three other people are you just gonna let it happen or are you gonna try to push your way in now i'd like to think that i would try to at least get him off him because like hey you know you're gonna beat the shit out of this guy but i don't know i've never been uh confronted for the situation but as a person that has had Multiple people try to come at him at once. I think that even if this guy, because from all accords, everyone says he's a piece of shit. I mean, I don't want to see him get beat up in front of me. Just kicked and stomped on the bathroom floor. I'd probably step in. I mean, if they're going to do it outside, that's their own thing. But not in my gym. I wouldn't want it happening. Yeah. I mean, that's just me. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the last, last little bit of... It's not news, but something I came across and I was like, Whoa, what the fuck? That I think you guys would uh, get a kick out of too. So apparently, in the city of sin, Las Vegas... I don't know if that's actually the city of sin. Is that Los Angeles? I don't know. But Las Vegas, apparently... There are people that live in the sewer system below the city. There's 500 miles of sewage system that people live. I, what I've read, because I looked at a couple different articles, and they called them the mole people of Las Vegas. A lot of them are people that lost their money during the financial crisis, or people who gambled away all their money, and just homeless people down on their luck but from a couple one of the video the first video I saw they were talking about how there's a king of the underground mole people and the deeper you go into the tunnels they have their own language I don't know if any of that's true but the whole idea is just freaking wonky like a group of people living in the sewers now I get it you're out of the elements and stuff but what if it rains you're gonna get flooded shit, uh, but, yeah, that, it's just, uh, I was talking to one of my other buddies, and he was telling me that the same thing is in, uh, LA, they have, like, some people that live in the sewers. Now, is this, like, an actual thing? Like, I kind of want to go check it out. I want to do some more, like, hands-on research, because, you know, people make shit up all the time on the internet. I could see all these reports of mole people in las vegas and it's actually just a couple of like dirty mics and the boys down there having a love fest in the tunnels not a whole group of people not a thousand people with a king and some ninja mutant (laughs) in some mutant ninja turtles or something master splinters is down there it's like wow i mean i guess because i've always grew up in a colder climate it just is crazy for me to think that people are living in a sewer, but that's some shit, man. Literally, that's some shit. But yeah, I think uh, think it's something I'll dig into more in the future. But for now, want to thank everybody for listening to this return episode of Welcome to Something. I will hit you guys back later. Peace.